We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We started the show today with uh, some comments last night from Fred Hoiberg's appearance on the Husker Sports Network, his monthly appearance, with some questions that came from Eric and Kozad and Blake in Houston. And a guy who was listening to that is on with us now, Robin Washington, HuskerOnline.com. Robin, good morning. Um, you wrote about this on Husker Online, and it was pretty eye-opening stuff, Robin. I guess, t- what, were your other, what, were, what were your takeaways from the comments that listeners had for uh, Fred Hoiberg and how he responded to them last night? Well, the comments themselves weren't anything new. Um, if you look at uh, you know, our message board and uh, social media and, and all that stuff, it's uh, kind of been par for the course of what a lot of people are feeling about the Nebraska basketball program and, and have for um, you know a couple months now, or if not more. Uh, I thought the difference was that for one somebody actually said it straight to fred and two they did it on the university <laughs> radio station right. that generally uh screens those calls pretty well um you know i'm sure there was plenty of people that had stuff like that to say to Fro- got frost but never got in so i thought it was interesting that you know they not only let those calls get in but um you know let them kind of ramble and basically uh go off on fred for a while but uh, to his credit, uh, you know, he answered them, answered them as politically as possible. Um, I don't know if his answers really did much to uh, change any opinions, but it was kind of just an uncomfortable deal in a lot of ways uh, for Fred and for for some people listening just to, you know, have that kind of exchange go on on a, uh, like I said, a, a university-sponsored radio station where they kind of trotted him out there and and let him uh, let him get uh, get get the fans go after him for a little bit. Yeah. So you, it sounds like you have some reservations about that sort of discourse discourse playing out publicly. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, it's it's kind of around here at least, unprecedented. Where um, you don't see you have a coach sit up there and basically just let the fans go off on him for forty minutes. But again, you know, those are questions that a lot of people. Uh, ask a lot, especially with the way this season has gone on, and especially with the way they looked the last time they were on the court against Northwestern. Um, you know, it's kind of to the point where uh, there's a, at least a portion of the fan base that is um, very upset with the state of the program and um, is already demanding change. And um, so, like I said, what was said mm-hmm. wasn't all that surprising to me, but just the, the platform in which that's, that exchange played out. Um, that that was probably the most surprising thing for me. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't. I got to think about that a little bit more. I'm sure you get this too, Robin. Um, I get this. I definitely get this. Sip. Why don't you ask questions like that? What? Mm-hmm. What? Why don't you? Why don't you ask? How? Why don't you ask Fred how he can justify why he's still the head coach? I. I would say it's grandstanding. I'd say I don't. I, that's not the. That's that. That would be my response. But do you get that sort of question, or do you get that sort of question, Robin? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's the same thing, like with football, and you know, like media doesn't ask the tough questions. Like, right. Well, there's a way that you can ask those questions. You don't have to go up there and uh, 
totally uh, embarrassed to the, the person that you're working with and covering. Um, you, know, you can have those conversations in a lot of different ways than right up there with a bunch of microphones and cameras in the guy's face and putting them on the spot and essentially throwing them under the bus. Right. So that's, I mean, some people operate differently. There are people who have made careers uh, out of grandstanding like mm-hmm. that, and a lot of fans like that. And so I think a lot of people wonder why it doesn't happen more around here. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only speak for my personal preference, and uh, that's just not the way I like to operate. Um, you know, I understand that these are not just coaches. They're, they're human yeah, beings, right. and there's a way to do it in a way that, um, you know, you can address the situation of where the program is and the job that the coach is doing without – uh, making a spectacle of uh, the coach and yourself. Got it, Robin. Go back Thank to Saturday. You, Nebraska had made some progress. The previous four games still hadn't won a game, but they had you know had pushed Michigan on the brink on the road. They almost beat Rutgers, and then Saturday happens where they're down by twenty two points at halftime. They lose by twenty four points to Northwestern. Um, can you describe exactly what you watched and what what went wrong for Nebraska and and how do they bounce back from that? Well, we'd seen it before. Um, you know, obviously the, the Michigan game and um, Auburn game back in December, and then uh, you know the Rutgers game in New Jersey uh, a while back. You know, I mean, there's been examples of them just completely falling apart and not playing with any energy or fight or, or any of that stuff. The difference was, in my opinion, that for one, it was at home, and two, it was against Northwestern, who is not a team that should be doing that to you. You know, you can justify it when Auburn does it to you, or yeah, you can justify going on the road and you know Michigan State beating you up or, or whatever. You oh. know, like those teams were expected to win and win big. Northwestern was a three-point favorite, and that line had crept down. I think it opened at four and a half. And okay. so, I mean, like there was a lot of momentum that Nebraska was going to keep that thing competitive, and that they could possibly win the game outright if they played with the same um, you know, level of want to that they did the previous four games before that. But instead, uh, you got another situation where, you know, they basically let Northwestern control every facet of the game from start to finish and found themselves down by thirty five points against a team that was ten and ten overall and uh three and eight in the league. And so that was a team that was marginally better than you in the standings, yet they look like they were a you know sweet sixteen team, and uh, because of the the lack of effort that Nebraska showed, so that that's where I think a lot of people, you know, they've they've seen a lot of bad basketball and a lot of um, really disappointing performances, but for that to happen against that opponent at home, then you know alumni weekend and all that stuff, uh, it was it was a new low point in a lot of ways. Uh, for a season that's had a lot of lows uh, already to begin with. Minnesota comes to town Wednesday night. Minnesota, good, not great. They don't have much post presence. They do guard the heck out of you, with, and, and they're really good at the guard positions. What do you expect now from Nebraska, mainly in terms of ability to rebound? Are we going to – I mean, what are we going to see, do you think, Robin? Do you have any kind of handle on that? I don't because um, I thought that they were going to come out and play tough against Northwestern. Mm-hmm. So – you really don't know what to expect from Nebraska's end of it. But one thing I know is Minnesota is going to be as tough of a team mentally yeah. as they're going to face all year. Yeah, they're this tough. Is team that, this is a team that beat Rutgers with seven scholarship available players because they were forced to play because they were right at the threshold of the, the COVID, um, whatever the the, the, line, the baseline for yeah. when you're allowed to play or not. And so they went out there and they still won the game. And that was when Rutgers was playing. I think they just come off a really good win. And so, um, you know, They've proven that 
they are no easy out. And while they may be limited from a talent perspective compared to some other teams in the league, they have no shortage of, of heart and toughness. And you know, former Nebraska assistant Ben Johnson's mm-hmm. done a heck of a job up there in selling a culture in year one um, with guys that uh, you know are, are going to bring it every single night. And that's you know, that's that's the least you can ask in a coach. And he's got his guys playing hard. So we'll see what Nebraska is able to do to answer that. Um, you know, again, this is one of those matches from a, matchups from a talent perspective. I think they're plenty good enough to win it. But wh- what team will show up? You know, will it be the team that um, you know gave the the previous four opponents before Northwestern everything they could handle, um, and then maybe they can find a win, a way to finish the job at the end. You know, we'll see. But if they look anything like they did against Northwestern, they're not beating Minnesota or anybody else for the rest of their schedule. So, um, really, for me, uh, the answer to that question is. Which team shows up, and, okay. and are they going to? Of which Nebraska team shows up, are they going to be engaged, and are they going to put forth the um, you know fight, pride, and uh, effort to compete against a team that, uh, in Minnesota that's going to bring all of those things? Got it. Good job, Rob. Robin, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Sounds good, guys. See you later. Good job Australia by Rob. Robin Washington. Good job by Rob sizing up that kind of the media, the media part of that. Rob was not. He was uncomfortable with the um, Fred being put on the spot like that, Jake. Well, Jake, it, <laughs> we talked about that too. It's it's a little odd when you're doing on the flagship for the university, having those kind of calls come in. Mm-hmm. But that's where we're at right now. If, if Nebraska was eight and eight in conference play, probably wouldn't have that kind of conversation. Well, I think the difference between or six and six, excuse me. The di- yeah, the difference between Frost on the flagship and Fred on the flagship right now is Frost's team was competitive from the get-go. Right. Every game. Yeah, and Fred Start has those, yeah, Fred has those bad losses on um, bad losses this year. Nebraska has bad losses by 35, by 31, by 28, by 27, by 24 to Northwestern. That's the difference, and that's why Frost might not have gotten those kind of calls. Well, he, he had some angry calls, but not like that. Um, but again, like you said, he although they were 3-9, and nine, they were showing signs of hope. Mm-hmm. For this. Yeah, it, was, it is surprising, though, that those calls got through I, to, to Fred. And it is a tough situation to have to justify your – your profession, your your job in a public forum like that. That's yep. not easy. Not easy. But you know what? He's He's got that sort of job. Yep. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 402-464-5685. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. You are 1-0 and o on the week. Today, Sip, is the first time I've ever done this topic before, or even the sport, I'm pretty sure, on this show. And I'm curious how you do. We, today, are doing NASCAR drivers. <laughs> I will give you the last name. You tell me the first name. Okay. about that? Is, oh, that's that, is that doable? Yeah, it's super fun. I will give you the last name of the current super NASCAR fun. driver. You tell me what his first name All right. is. All right. 464. I love it. 5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right love now. It. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. 
Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. I did not expect when I said NASCAR for the lines to get jacked, but here they are. They are jacked and deep. I like it. How do you feel about NASCAR today? I, 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 I think I could be... Uh, I'm just going to say, I think I'm going to be better at this than you think. When is the last time, if ever, you have watched a NASCAR race? <laughs> has it ever happened? <laughs> ever? Yeah, I was going to say, that's why I said, that's why I said if ever. But I, that's but why I, I said I, if I, ever. But I would read about it. I would say I, I watched have, my last one in the 90s or something. I was yeah. a kid. I liked it as a kid. I had it on, I've had it on, and I've said, I like open wheel racing better. Like, okay, yeah. I like the open wheel. I think it's cooler. Like IndyCar. IndyCar. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Um, I think it's cooler. But car racing in general, I've always thought was pretty cool. Like, I like dragsters. Like, yeah. I like Harrison's dragster. Uh, that's supposed <laughs> to be a dragster, but it sounds like it. <laughs> oh, Aaron. I, like, I would always draw pictures of dragsters when I was a kid. <laughs> big, big, big. Yeah, I like those big fat tires. Aaron, how do you feel about uh, NASCAR drivers? At least their first names today. Um, I think I'll do all right. All, all right. right. Hey, Aaron, thank you for getting through. We appreciate it. All right. Again, I will give you the last name. You tell me the first name of these drivers, current ones. Aaron, Let's do this. first question goes to you. What is the first name of the driver with the last name Hamlin? Um, I believe that's Denny. Good job. Denny Hamlin that, is correct. That's a pretty, yeah, that's a pretty easy one because it's unique. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah. Unique is good. Would have had that. All right, Sip, for the tie, your first question. What is the first name of the driver with the last name Harvick? Ooh. Um, oh. Definitely know that. that. Heard the name. Yeah. Last name Harvick. What's the first I'll name? I'll say Lance. Lance Harvick. I think you're thinking of Lance Harvell. No, I'm not. I'm not thinking Lance of Lance Harvell, the Husker baseball assistant coach. I, I, not him. I was not thinking of Lance Harvell. Well, I thought it's easy to think you might. All right, Aaron. Aaron, do you want to steal the, steal that one? Or, I already said the answer, didn't I? No, yeah, no I'll give it a shot. Oh, go for I think, it. No, you didn't. I think it's, I think it's Kevin. Yeah, it's oh. Kevin. Oh, Kevin. It's okay. Kevin. Kevin. I'm in bad shape right now. You're looking bad here. Uh, this is for the win, Aaron, your final question. What is the first name of the driver whose last name is Keselowski? Oh, that's a layup. That's Brad. Yes, it is Brad Keselowski. So I'm not surprised you lost today, but Aaron, that was a butt whooping. Congrats to you. We'll get your bagels. Bagels and Joe. All right. Thanks, guys. You're nice welcome, Aaron. Aaron. Good, oh, congratulations to Aaron. He gets free bagels from Bagels and Joe. I, by the way, thank you to Bagels and Joe for this co- the magnificent great. coffee. We will get aired as bagels courtesy of our courier, Eagle Delivery, the official courier of 93.7 The Ticket, Eagle Delivery. Uh, I got down. I mean, I just I just got it. There's an avalanche. You I want just, your final question? Yeah, Just to it. see if we can get one yeah, right come on, here? come on, come on. This should be the easiest question of all. That's why I gave it to you, assuming you would have lost the game by now. Okay, Sip, there are two drivers in NASCAR with the last name Bush. What is one of their first names? <laughs> <laughs> you have two options here. Oh, God. Last name, Bush, spelled B-U-S-C-H like the beer. Devin. Devin Bush. I don't want to Devin is a football t- player with a B-U-S-H. Oh, pardon me. 
Why don't you just kill? Why don't you just get Bill? Bill Bush, your friend Bill Bush. <laughs> no, um, it's not Bill Bush. Um, this is painful. Roger, Kyle, and Kurt. Oh, Kyle! I should have known. Kyle, Kyle. Bush, Kurt yeah. Bush, and last one because this is hilarious to me. Okay. What number of car does Josh Bilicky drive? What's his ninety-nine? Car? He's seventy-seven, actually. Okay. So not that bad of a guess. Not that horrible. Their Sips encounter with NASCAR. You would have had. You would have had Denny Hamlin. Though, I would have had Denny Hamlin. Should have gotten Kevin Harvick. I had trouble getting over. Yeah, I, I had trouble getting over that one. Sometimes when I miss one, I take two L's. I take the L on that before. one. Yeah, and then I get I get derailed. I got to get tougher. There, there's our first ever, I believe, NASCAR. That was fun. Competition. You know what you should do more of? Tennis. Pro tennis. I could do tennis. That'd be fun. Um, what else could you do more of? You could go into the soccer Maybe let's arena. Maybe do some random things. Boxing. Why don't you do more boxing? I could do boxing. UFC could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll bring in DP and Jay for the spillover next on Early Break on the Ticket. Yeah.